my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another thrilling, thought-provoking Thursday, friends. It is a slightly snowy day outside. Today's Torch Report 255. We'll be talking about what's not in the news. I couldn't come up with a more creative title than what's not in the news, but I want to zoom out to maintain proper perspective on what lies ahead. And that, you know, really getting into the David versus Goliath dynamic of what we're up against, friends, because they are at it again. It's not exactly a secret, but the global elites are meeting this week to plan out the rest of our lives. You and I were probably not invited. Uh, of course, virtually no one is paying attention, and all of this is happening while there are some quasi-honest liberal media outlets that are beginning to acknowledge what happened in Arizona in the Arizona elections appears to be outright fraud. Uh, you know, of course, the dumb Republican politicians out there are, you know, they're continuing to bicker and fight over who's going to get the gavel, you know, further dividing the party and the country. And of course, it appears also that there is a uh, notorious cartel hitman who was uh, in prison for torturing and decapitating dozens of people. This guy simply vanished from the U.S. prison cell, kind of like a la Epstein, except for he didn't hang himself. Uh, meanwhile, a Saudi prince brokered a deal to swap a U.S. woman's basketball player for a Russian merchant of death. And of course, you can't make this stuff up. This is what is out there in the news today. This is the spoon-fed propaganda, the smoke and mirrors, the dog and pony show, and it doesn't really have a damn thing to do with what we're up against or our future, our collective future, uh, what we face together for the future of humanity. You know, uh, today we need to set aside this circus of insanity and focus once again on the much bigger picture. We are, in fact, in the middle of the Great Reset, as I'm sure that you know. You know, the outcome of this incredible transition is nothing less than the enslavement of humanity into a great global socialist surveillance state. They call it future Earth. It comes complete with social credit scores and state-controlled digital currency and AI-facilitated censorship and draconian regulations that will make life more miserable than you might even imagine. In just seven short years, friends, you and I will eat bugs, own nothing, and be happy. That's what they're selling. That's what they're telling us. I don't believe it. Uh, you know, thou shall not eat the king's deer. Well, the hell with that. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I like red meat and I like home brew. So you can uh, stick it to the man, friends. We resist. We must resist, even though, of course, in the great global socialist surveillance state, if you resist, uh, you will be reeducated by a moral regeneration and brainwashing, or maybe you'll be fully and completely ostracized from civil society, like as in no soup for you. Uh, if you're not going to get your chip, you're not going to be able to buy and sell goods, all of that kind of stuff. Or worse yet, you will simply disappear like some Mexican cartel boss in a max maximum security prison. I don't know, friends. Uh, still, we resist, we must. And I want to talk about how we can resist, because this is an epic battle for the hearts and minds of humanity. If we want to live out our lives in relative peace and prosperity, if we want to preserve the blessings of liberty for posterity, for freedom, for future generations, if we want America to be recognizable at the end of this decade, we have to make a stand and we have to do it now. Uh, I, you know, just I want to say, friends, I'm completely disgusted 
by these reports that are out that say, oh, the Republicans didn't motivate their base and get out the vote. You know, uh, just as a side note, you know, is that true? How is it possible that in light of all the blatant corruption, uh, how, how could how could the conservatives not be fired up? You know, how could so many people have failed to show up and vote for a future worth having whether or not this is what actually happened? Or if it's just a projection of inaccurate perspectives, this is the kind of stuff that people are bickering about. Oh, well, we got to do this and we got to do that because we got to get, you know, the Republican, the big red wave didn't happen. You know, it didn't happen for some reason, whatever unwholesome reason it was. It simply pisses me off, you know, but this is what people are focusing on right now. And it's not going to fix the problem. You know, election integrity. Ha! Accountability. Yeah, right. Investigations. Stop wasting my effing time. Friends, we are getting played like grade schoolers playing ball against Brittany Griner. You know, we, we're we're barely up to the knees of the giants who are running the show. Every shot we take gets knocked down before the ball even leaves our hands. We are outmatched in every way, and there's not a damn thing we can do about it. But we still got to play ball. Okay, this is, as I said. A classic David and Goliath death match at the global level. We may pray for providence to intercede, friends, but do not think for a second that the cavalry is coming. Do not think that Donald Trump is going to get reelected, even if he deserves it. Even if he was robbed of victory in the last election, there is not a snowball's chance in hell that he will ever sit in the Oval Office again. I guarantee you the two-party establishment will bring down the whole house of cards before they allow that to happen. There is zero chance of Trump saving the day, despite what many would like to believe. It is not going to happen, so get over it. You know, ah, That's why I want to say you know, I have people – Talking several different people uh, in recent conversations, talking about the white hats and all oh, Trump's this. Try listen, that's nice, that's really outstanding. But do you realize what we're up against? Do not think for a second that Republicans in Congress are going to conduct any meaningful investigations that will lead to any sort of accountability whatsoever. It is not going to happen. They may pull off some uh, entertaining political theater, but in the end, friends, nothing's going to happen. They are powerless. Our elected representatives are owned by an army of highly adept lobbyists who are skillfully doing the bidding of the global cabal. In other words, we don't have representative government anymore, and our representatives are not running the government anymore. And don't forget, friends, don't forget. Don't forget about the invisible hand. Don't forget about the global cabal, the global forces that are forged in darkness, that have fused public-private partnerships that are infinitely more powerful than any nation-state has ever been. This global cabal, this invisible hand, you know, it currently is deploying a vast fleet, tens of thousands of NGOs they're using to conquer the world under the auspice of doing good. This is the global cabal deeper than the deep state and wholly superior to any other force that has ever been assembled in all of human history. This is what we're up against. Do you think that they are going to let Donald Trump ruin their plans? Oh, come on, man. You know, come on. Think, think, think. These people wield the most powerful tools and weapons that have ever been created. The weaponized AI, et cetera, et cetera. You know, well, what can we do with our tiny torches and pitchforks, friends? Think about it. But don't get me wrong here, because 
Like I say, you know, I, I'd rather be an optimist and be wrong than be a pessimist and be right, but I try to be pragmatic. You know, I'm not saying that we cannot win. I'm just trying to cut through the fluff and call it like it is, you know. Uh, I'm saying that this is beyond a long shot. And right now, wishful thinking and false hope are not helpful. Neither is some esoteric faith that our fate has already been written, i.e. that prophecy is going to prevail and therefore we should just sit back and watch the show. Wrong. Wrong answer. You know, such attitudes feed apathy and a complete detachment from reality. In reality, what we must do is face what is right in front of us and be brutally honest about the situation. If there is hope to be had, my friends, it can only be found in us building relationships and alliances with other liberty-loving Americans who can see what's going on and who are willing to roll up the sleeves and take massive uncomfortable actions, the ones you know, the things that need to be done, that which is necessary to correct course before it's too late. And while many people will hear that call, and many already are, you know, they're being, we're being called to the front lines of liberty right now. Will we stand up, speak up, instead of sitting down, going home, and, and just locking ourselves into our own little bubble of comfort? You know, Many people are hearing the call, but only the bravest among us will rise to the challenge and fight with all their worth. Fighting out of the right side of history as every red-blooded American patriot and freedom-loving human being on the planet rising up against and fighting out of the left side, the progressive commie cabal and the commies that are taking over the world. It is an epic clash. They got the guns. We got the numbers. They're, we're going to win. Yeah, well, take it over. Come on. Uh, sorry, just flash back on five to one there. A little bit of Jim Morris in the doors as in the doors of perception, friends. We must face what we're up against, and we must rise to the challenge and fight with everything we've got for a future worth having. Are you willing to risk it all? What are you willing to risk? Would you rush headlong into battle if it meant saving everything you love? Would you rise and fight the beast if it meant feeding your hungry family? Would you face ridicule, imprisonment, and endure tribulation for the chance to live and die free? Live free or die! That is the battle cry of the American spirit, friends. And if you answer no to any of these questions, I understand. Few will heed the call. We're not all born warriors, but we can all fight in our own ways, big and small. Maybe we don't want to run at the beast with a pitchfork, you know. Maybe we, we, we want to be in the back, you know, with, with a big box of bandages to help those who get beat brutally on the front lines. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to try to talk about here, friends. It just, just realize that what we're up against is daunting. It's big. It's scary. But do not shy away from hardship. Instead, delight in danger as our founding fathers once did. That's what we've got to do. we got to dig deep, tap into that American spirit, the indomitable American spirit, and press forth, knowing that very few will heed the call. So what then? What do we do? You know, the few that rise to fight, what do we do? What do we do? You know, we need to face it. We're physically outmatched. We're literally outgunned. We are strategically on our heels. We are behind the ball. We are losing. 
And that's the reality of the situation. And the wise would realize that because we're physically outmatched, literally outgunned and strategically on our heels, this is in fact a battle of wits. It's a mental game. It's psychological warfare. We're not going to be able to physically fight our way out of this, okay? So we must ask ourselves some questions. The enemy is recruiting allies. They're building public-private partnerships at the global scale. You know, they're recruiting allies. Are we recruiting allies? The enemy is persuading the masses. Of course, they're using weaponized AI and algorithmic social interventions, but are we persuading the masses? Are we persuading anyone, our neighbors? You know, the enemy is relentlessly on the move. The enemy never sleeps. Are we relentlessly on the move? Or are we once again just going to get lulled into complacency? I don't know. You know, the enemy is driven by an unshakable conviction. Are we driven by an equally unshakable conviction? They are unequivocally convicted. You know, they, they hold this conviction that they, they have to save the planet. They have to save the planet. In order to save the planet, they have to take total control of the entire world. You know, I'm convinced with an unshakable conviction that if we allow the elite to take control of the entire world, then we will never be free again. And that's not okay. Okay. The enemy is playing the long game way, way ahead of us. Are we playing the long game or are we caught up in this little two-year cycle of, of, of political theater and elections? Many years ago, friends, many years ago, the enemy of humanity, that small group of sociopaths who seek to conquer and control us all, that enemy of humanity, they started collaborating at the global level. Many moons. They, they began to gather frequently and brainstorm and build relationships and network and put their plans on paper. And through innumerable iterations of this, they ultimately announced that the 2020s would be what they called the decade of action, the decade of vaccines, okay? This proclamation, friends, was made more than 30 years ago. And links there in the article, if you want to get into it, there, there's so much stuff with the UN and the... And I'm not going to get into that because I want to stay at that high-level strategy. But think about what has happened, okay? Over 30 years ago, they said that this is going to be the decade of action. Now, think about what has happened since January of 2020. The world has been turned upside down, right? And you think about what was happening leading up to 20, you know, 20, the beginning of 2020, the end of 2019, just coming into uh, building up to the decade of action. We had things like Event 201, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. I am telling you that this orchestrated chaos is all part of their long-term, long-established plan. This is the decade of action. It is the Great Reset. It's upon us, and it is destined to be a decade of radical action that is meant to fundamentally transform the world as we know it, and it will, whether we want it to or not. That change is inevitable. There is no going back. That's really important. We can't get back to the way that it was. It will never, ever, ever happen. What a waste of time to wish in one hand, you know, try spitting in the other and see which fills up faster. That's something my grandma always liked to tell me. So, you know, we're not going back. Okay. And, and, but, 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 and that's a great big, but huge, but that does not mean that we are helpless. The fact that they've been planning this for so long doesn't mean that we can't interrupt their plans, kind of like Donald Trump did when he got elected. You know, the fact that they have an agenda 
that seeks to enslave humanity does not preclude us from advancing our own strategies, our own agenda to free the minds of humanity. The change is inevitable. Change always is inevitable. But we can still choose to use change to our advantage, can we not? You know, we can and we must choose to use change. We must embrace the chaos and step into the storm. We must seek advantage and opportunity within the ever-evolving current circumstance. Now is not the time to lament losing our comfortable past. We can't, we got to let go of that, that nice way of living because it ain't going back. Again, instead, we must prepare for the coming hardships to the best of our ability and peer into the future potentials, the potentialities and seek solutions for what lies ahead and work backwards from there. Does that make sense? You know, I got to come out from another angle here. Um, We can't. Yes, yes, yes. We have big problems in the here and now. Okay. The utter lack of election integrity comes to mind. You know, the millions of illegal aliens smuggling drugs and kidnapped children across our borders comes to mind. You know, homeless drug addicts littering the streets of once beautiful cities comes to mind. Our corrupt politicians breaking their oaths of office with complete impunity comes to mind. The perversion of public education and the grooming of an entire generation or any of the other myriad examples of madness that seem to be running unchecked. These things are very real problems, but focusing on these problems will yield no solution. I, and I, you know, yes, they must be dealt with, friends. I'm not trying to say that they're not. No doubt we got to deal with it. But by focusing on these very real problems, our attention is then fixed on reacting to the here and now. And that means that our energy and our efforts are being siphoned through reaction to circumstances that are being orchestrated by a much more organized enemy. And what that means in a nutshell is that we lose forever. Okay, we're always reacting to the chaos that they've created. So then we we never get ahead and we always lose. Okay, it's like a child playing chess against a chess master. By the time the child realizes that a piece is being threatened, like, oh no, the guy's going to capture my piece, you know, the master is already many moves ahead. The child reacts to the threat, but the reaction was calculated and anticipated by the chess master. Regardless of how the child reacts, who whatever move they may choose, the game is already lost. The master was driving reaction, and the child was simply reacting. If we only react to the problems at hand, we will always be many steps behind, and that means that we lose. That's the moral of the story, friends, but we don't have to lose. If we realize the situation and adapt fast enough, if we adopt and mirror the strategies and the techniques that are being used against us, if we learn from the masters who are manipulating our fate, then we do have a chance at reclaiming our destiny as free human beings, friends. It won't be easy, but then again, defeating evil never was. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor. Take the time. Find the heart. Go grab your phone. Use the computer. Click the heart. Give me a thumbs up. Give me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, the greatest honor of all is if you share this very thoughtfully. Share it with somebody. (laughs) Share it with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this thoughtful, thankful, thrilling Thursday, friends. And I'll look forward to talking to you again soon.